You're listening to the Beside the Badge podcast with your host, Paul Bunker, veteran chaplain and friend to law enforcement. So imagine if we treated our, our firefighters and our nurses the way we do our law enforcement. Let's talk about it. For those of you who may never have heard of me until this moment, my name is Paul Buckner. I am a civilian police chaplain from the American Midwest, and um, I work with um, law enforcement, small law enforcement departments, trying to help keep good cops behind badges. And today I want to talk about kind of drawing a comparison, an analogy, if you will, um, because of what's happening in our culture today. So there are people who probably don't realize that there is a war Uh, And it's a political thing on our law enforcement. And people seem to think it's okay because one officer is in the news and they're being crucified in the news by the media as a criminal, which in and of itself is criminal. Um, In the court of public opinion, the officer is being raked over the coals and has not been proven guilty of anything. Now, I'm not singling out a case. There are officers that make mistakes. There are officers who absolutely do things that are wrong. And that's exactly what I want to talk about today in this podcast episode. We literally are in a culture right now where if any officer makes a mistake, if any officer does something that they shouldn't do, people feel entitled to walk up to another police officer in an entirely different part of the country and demand to know that officer's stance on what this other officer that they've never met, that they've never served with, that they will probably never meet or serve with and demand that they defend the actions of that officer. So here, let's talk about that. There are officers, unfortunately, that commit murder. There are officers that have committed sexual assault. There are officers that have beaten their wives. There are officers that have stolen from their department. There there literally is an officer that I know of that uh, used to be an officer that robbed a bank. If if you look at a cross-section of humanity, you're going to have a police officer who's probably done just about everything wrong. But they're a firm minority. But we seem to think it's okay as a culture to crucify that officer in the the court of public opinion. Guilty until proven guilty. So let's talk about that. Um, You can look this up. Don't just take my word for it. Google it. There are a lot, a lot of firefighters who've been convicted of arson. Now, before I continue, because uh, I'm going to draw an analogy between firefighters and nurses and law enforcement. Some of my best friends are firefighters. Um, some of the people I am closest to are firefighters. I have nothing but respect for people who run into the fiery clutches of a burning building to try to save people and property. I have nothing but respect for that. Uh, yeah, that's that's a big deal. My wife's a nurse. I have a soft spot for nurses. Um, there, there's something about that empathic, caring personality that I really, really love. Now, so so that people don't think that I have an axe to grind with law enforcement, and I, I sleep every night to bed next to a nurse. So I definitely don't have a thing against nurses. But that said, let's draw that analogy. Let's draw that comparison. <clears throat> there are firefighters who have committed arson many times. Google it. Firefighter arrested for arson. Firefighter convicted of arson. It's it's a firm minority. There aren't very many firefighters that do it, but it has happened a lot because there's a lot of firefighters across the country and across the world. There are firefighters who've committed murder. 
There are firefighters who have beaten their wives, committed sexual assault. There are firefighters that have robbed banks. If you can think of it, a firefighter has done it. But unless, you, unless you're dealing with a fire marshal, firefighters don't pull you over and give you tickets. Now, they probably want to when they're directing traffic in an accident. They probably would like that right. Because uh, if you ever want to, if you ever want to just about lose faith in humanity, direct traffic, because it's mind blowing. <clears throat> okay, so that said, um, imagine if in a town a firefighter and let's lump some things together. A firefighter was arrested because they premeditatedly went out, planned an arson, lured people into it, and burned a building down with women and children in it. So it's, it's murder and arson, and it was premeditated. It would be like, whoa, that's terrible. It would not, other than just for two or three days, it would not be in the news. The trial would not go on for weeks, even though firefighters are expected. There's certain laws that they have to uphold, just like a police officer. It's morally and legally wrong for a firefighter to commit arson, same as a cop. Um, it's morally and legally wrong for a firefighter to commit murder, same as it is for a cop. But what we don't see is it continue in the media because there's an agenda, a destructive one. Also, we don't see people going into restaurants and seeing a group of firefighters and walking up to the firefighters and saying, hey, I don't know you, but you, you better defend what that firefighter did or, or you better speak against it. Or, or where do you guys get off doing that? Firefighters are bad. When a firefighter burns a building down with people in it, or, or not, just commits arson, there are no riots. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying people don't have a right to vent their frustration. But when you start destroying other people's property that had nothing to do with the frustration, that's criminal in and of itself. So if you want to if if you want to protest protest but don't hurt people and don't burn down property there's an agenda there. So why aren't there riots when a firefighter commits arson? Why isn't in in the news for weeks at a time because it doesn't fit the agenda. And I don't usually talk like this. I don't usually get this blunt. I'm usually here to encourage law enforcement, but this is more directed at the general public. This is more me talking to the general public to gut check our culture and go, wait, like for real. So I don't know how many times I've had friends, even family, that a, a post has been made where a police officer was an absolute jerk to somebody and, and it got shared millions of times. Okay, there's video footage of police, or a, a police officer doing that, but there's video footage of firefighters being absolute jerks to people. There is video footage of firefighters attacking people. Now, again, I'm not putting down firefighters. There's video footage of nurses losing their minds. There's, we'll get the nurses in a minute. It doesn't get the shares. It doesn't get the, the attention. And I've literally had friends that have flip-flopped in a two-week period. Pro-cop, anti-cop, pro-cop because of the actions of one police officer, because the news media and social media told them to. We've got to think for ourselves, yo. We've got to think for ourselves. You can quote me on that. We've got to think for ourselves, yo, period, dash, Paul Buckner. 
you know, beside the badge podcast. It's a problem. We've got to think for ourselves. Now, um, let's go to a quick sponsor break and come back. And then we're going to talk about, imagine if this was nurses. And today's uh, broadcast is actually going to be a little bit shorter than normal because I've got a chaplain training that I've got to go to here in a few minutes. So I'm going to be doing that by webinar. So let's talk very quickly about the sponsors I've been blessed to have, and then we'll come back and talk about this and try to draw an analogy, and, and maybe we can see how ludicrous this is. So uh, I'm blessed to have three uh, sponsors. I've got uh, John Lee O'Reilly with uh, General Response. I was actually talking to him via social media this morning. We were messaging back and forth, and, and I, I love watching what he does grow. It's a ministry of sorts, teaching people under stress. Think think force-on-force training if you're law enforcement or ex-military, but for de-escalation, under stress and under pressure. And I had watched some of his videos from what he does, and I was just floored. I, I look forward to the day that I can take one of his courses. John Lee O'Reilly with Gentle Response. Check him out on social media. Follow him, like their YouTube channel, this this is something that we all need is is a better way to de-escalate. Secondly, Got Your Six Coffee. And I was actually, ironically, was actually on the phone with the founder of Got Your Six Coffee this morning. And uh, I love, love being a founding member. Mm, coffee sip break. And he and I actually talked for over an hour this morning. And I love to see where the company's going, love to see how it's growing, um, how the Lord's opening doors for that. And I want to see that company become unbelievably successful because what they do is they take the power of coffee and they use it to change lives. So past what it costs them to keep the doors open, they give away those net profits to law, enfor law enforcement, firefighter, EMT, paramedic, uh, and veteran causes. I love Got Your Six Coffee. So check them out. I got to take another coffee sip break. Mm. Followed by Shield Force International and uh, my buddy Matt Combs. Incredible instructor, very smart guy. You need to think about, if you're law enforcement, surviving the ambush training, you need to think about being prepared mindset and how to deal with stress, uh, integrity, and what you do. You need to talk to Matt Combs, Shield Force International. Now, coming back, coming back, let's draw that analogy. We've talked about the fact that firefighters have committed arson and murder, sometimes uh, murder by arson. But it doesn't get the, the news uh, attention. Um, there have been firefighters who have done things based on race. Racist people are racist people, regardless of their job. Um, there are cities that there were firefighters that wouldn't go into certain neighborhoods. Now, I have to be careful here. There are neighborhoods that have shot at firefighters for trying to put out a fire. That's a gang thing, almost always. That's just dumb. And the firefighters are doing their best to protect themselves. To, to get into that area to stay safe, but also to to put out that fire. I, I know of firefighters that under their bunker gear, all that protective gear they wear, they wear a bulletproof vest. It's hot enough in bunker gear without having to wear a bulletproof vest? Are you kidding me? Wow. And so that's just crazy. Um, but there are firefighters who made colossal mistakes, committed murders, um, and again, arson. Um, there are firefighters who've been involved in arson for hire, where they are actually committing arson for fraud purposes. That's terrible. But we don't see it on the front page of the newspapers because it doesn't fit the agenda. Now let's talk about nurses. My beautiful wife, at this point of almost 18 years, holy cow, she is a nurse. 
and um, she's actually putting that career behind her and looking at some other things, but she's been a nurse for a long time. And she's very good at what she does, uh, which I am not, because she knows how to give medicine and save people's lives like that. And I'd be like, hmm, three doses a day or one dose all at the same time. Boop. Why are they dying? Yeah, there's a reason I'm not a nurse. And But there are nurses, as good as nurses are and as necessary as they are. And in my mind, because my, my beautiful nurse is, as I have a soft spot for nurses, uh, as special as they are, there are nurses who have committed murder. They have murdered their patients. There are nurses who've committed murder in other other ways, not involving the hospital. There are nurses who've been involved in fraud. There are nurses who have been involved in theft. There are nurses that have been involved in all kinds of things. I'm pretty sure if you dig hard enough, you can find a nurse who committed arson. Um, but that, you, you'll see it some, but you don't see the criminalization of an entire group of nurses because of the actions of one. You don't see people picketing outside of hospitals because there was a nurse a few years ago in Florida, I believe, that she um, she murdered a whole bunch of her different elderly patients. I mean, she was off the off her rocker, and she was murdering them. Um, that's happened more than people think. Google it. Nurse kills patient. Nurse murders patient. I'm not talking about medical malpractice. There's enough of that that happens. Um, but we don't see, and, and we don't do this to doctors either. Um, we don't go to every doctor and go, you better explain to me where, where do doctors get off, you know, committing medical malpractice? Where did nurses get off committing medical malpractice? There are doctors that have murdered their patients. Think about that. Why don't we do that? because the media and social media doesn't tell us to. If media and social media started demanding, demanding that as Americans, where do you guys get off, you doctors, you nurses, you firefighters, where do you guys get off committing these crimes? You should be held accountable. We need laws to prevent you from doing that. Think about that for a second. That's dumb. Like, we would stop and go, but... People aren't thinking for themselves. We need to think for ourselves and go, look, lock, stock, and barrel, the majority of law enforcement genuinely care. Every time there's a mass shooting and people are running away from the shooter, there are police officers running towards it. Now you have the occasional situation where there's cowardice under fire. I get it. But I've been beside the badge for better than a decade as a civilian police chaplain. And I've backed law enforcement in some pretty hairy situations. And I have had officers call me for prayer on the way to hairy situations saying, hey, look, brother, it's about to go down. I can't tell you where and I can't tell you what, but it's about to go down. We need you to pray. They have the courage under fire and they are going back into the fight and they're doing everything they can to, um, to protect. And the same is true of our firefighters and our nurses even our doctors, go through horrible situations. You want to talk about some of the highest levels of, of post-traumatic stress, you're literally looking at a cross-section of them. Law enforcement, firefighters, and medical. They deal with and see some terrible things. And I'm not in any way saying that our military doesn't. It's just there's a very small group of our military. There's a much, 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 much bigger medical, firefighter, law enforcement category. If you lump those together it trumps our active duty military. You just think about it because there's very, very, very few people who serve in our military actively. 
So hopefully that resonates with you and you're like, wow, that's, that's ridiculous. You're right. We don't go up to every firefighter in a restaurant and go, oh, safest place in the county. Got four firefighters in here. Look at them. Got their fire extinguishers right there with them on the floor. Man, if there's a fire, they're just going to put it out like that. Firefighters spend a huge amount of their time not doing anything. They're cleaning their, literally cleaning their equipment. I'm not putting them down at all, but they're preparing for a fire. They're doing some training. I'm not saying that they're not doing anything, anything, but they're not actively patrolling. Firefighters don't drive around their town waiting for fires to happen. Firefighters aren't driving around the town looking for arsonists. That's cops. But we don't, we don't walk up like I, we don't pull up to the gas pumps as Americans and see two firefighters standing there talking to each other and go, uh-huh, is that all you firefighters do is stand around? Uh-huh, all I see you guys do is stand around. Uh-huh, I wish I was a firefighter. Uh-huh, golly gee. <laughs> yeah, we don't do that to them, but people do that to cops. Mm, think about that. If you see a nurse and I know every kind of nurse, I've, I've been around nursing for a long time because of what my wife does. There are lazy nurses because there's lazy people. There are lazy cops that don't do their jobs. There are lazy nurses that don't do their jobs. Oh my word, there are lazy firefighters that don't do their jobs. But we don't target people in nursing or in, the, or in, or in firefighting based on the actions of a few because the media doesn't tell us to. So guys, I got to go get ready for this chaplain training. I'm going to pray this one out. So dear only father, I thank you for an opportunity to speak to people about our law enforcement, to encourage our law enforcement to go the distance. Lord God, we need them. I said you would guide, bless, and protect our law enforcement, that you'd help this message to reach the right ears. Be they uh, our men and women in blue, or Lord God, be they just the average American citizen who's making a living and needs to hear this. I lift them up to you in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Beside the Badge podcast. Stay safe out there and be sure to subscribe and share this podcast.